Something New is supported by listeners like you. Visit joelbnew.com and help this podcast continue to grow, thrive, and be a part of the creative conversation. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 6. What was that voice? Why, why did I start with that voice? Um, anyway, thanks for being here. Something new. I'm Joel B. New. How's it going? I'm so excited to be bringing you a brand new episode with a brand new guest who I had never met until she and I sat down at Ripley Greer today and got to chew the fat and sing a song and she's awesome you guys are gonna love her if you don't already know her just wait uh her name is katie lynch she has a web series on broadway world called backstage bite and it is delightful and delicious and lovely remember my questions sweepstakes let's call let's call it a sweepstakes my question sweepstakes um is happening right now through June 9th. Um, And what that is, in case you haven't been paying attention, is if you tweet me or Facebook me or post anywhere asking me a question um, that has to do with the podcast or with my creative endeavors, uh, your name will go into a drawing for a... Are you ready for this? Your very own Something New podcast mug, which is... um, which is a rare collector's item now, because I said it was. So engage with me on the social medias, and I will I will look at the questions, answer most of them, and your name will be thrown into the hat either way, and then um, now through June 9th, and then I'll make an announcement on the show, and then that person gets a coffee mug, and you'll get to listen to something new, listen to episodes like 506 with Katie Lynch and be cuddling in your comfy chair with your dog and your something new podcast mug. Doesn't that sound delightful? I've used that word twice now in this opening monologue. There's also a brand new shiny link on joelbnew.com on a couple of the pages um, that says become a patron. And that is, I've recently signed up with Patreon, which is a service where you can pretty much subscribe to supporting my artistic endeavors. And I think monthly, you can set it for like $5 comes to me or absolutely more if, if, if you so see fit, or even a dollar. Um, I'll take a dollar. Hey, 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 hey. Um, that will help pay for this podcast, which I'm paying for space paying for accompanists when it's too hard for me to play myself. So if you are just hanging out on joelbnew.com, which I know you all are, then just just click that little button and, and see what Patreon is about. It's a really cool organization that helps um, starving and not-so-starving artists. So thanks, Patreon. Lastly, I wanted to take a moment to laugh at myself, um, which I do frequently, but I've been listening for my quirks in the podcast. I think last week I mentioned all of the the ums and the so's that were happening during my talk back at NYU. This <laughs> this episode I 
I do that interviewer thing where the interviewee says something smart or provocative, and then and then I respond in the background with a with with, with this sound. Are you ready? Hmm. So listen for that. <laughs> I don't know why I think that my acknowledging verbally or not even verbally it's not even a verb like acknowledging audibly to let you know that that I'm listening because that's that's totally what I'm doing but I don't know I found it a little excessive this time I hope you do too and every time you you hear that that sound mm, take a drink of your coffee or or something stronger but make a game of it let's have fun because that's what this is all about And without further ado, here is my interview, episode six of season five of Something New, Katie Lynch. We have never met before. I know. Isn't that neat? I'm so excited to finally meet you. I'm excited to finally meet you. Like, how really? Did, how did we get acquainted? I forget who. Someone told me you were awesome, and I found out. That's and very I, silly. And I confirmed, you. and then I, I reached out. <laughs> <laughs> That's really kind. Yeah. So I'm I'm so thrilled to have you on here. I'm very excited. Oh my gosh, I can tell. <laughs> what the first thing I said, one of the first things I said to her when I met her today, I was I was like I was very curious if like your on-camera personality was like you and um and it totally is, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> which is awesome because that means I was seeing something authentic and that Thank is always you. refreshing. You have a cooking web series. I do. I called do. Backstage Bite. Yep. Um that is Produced or supported or brought to you Produced by Broadway by World? by Broadway World, yep. Excellent. On Broadway World. And essentially, I'll just start from the beginning. So yeah, how did this happen? I went to school for musical theater at Boston Conservatory. Uh-huh. Got a BFA. Was working. Happy. Blah, blah, blah. And then really decided I, I, I was a consistently working actor but wasn't super fulfilled. And I have I married and I saw this whole life for myself that didn't necessarily lend itself to being an actor, which hmm. is so fine. It's totally and fine. Amazing. And once you embrace it, it's the most wonderful feeling in the world. But so I kind of took a step back and said, you know what, I'm I'm a very good singer, I'm a good actress, I can definitely dance, but what I'm the best at is being myself. So hmm. what I wanted to do was sell myself because at the end of the day sell what's the best part that you can sell in my opinion because I grew up being a person who had a very strong working mother she's amazing hey mom and hey moms (laughs) hey moms told me that at the end of the day all it is is about butts and seats there's a bottom line so find what you can sell I know that sounds terrible. <laughs> no, it's true. But, but I also like you said that you said butts and seats and you said bottom line. Like oh, I liked yeah. that. <laughs> 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 no, but so at the end of the day I wanted to it's a take a very pragmatic mom. Yeah, and it's very realistic because yeah. in this world is like I feel like we're getting so dark and like down to the nitty gritty. No, no, but it's show it's, business. It is, it's a business at the end of the day. And I mm-hmm. think that's one of the things that hopefully knock on wood has made me su- getting successful yeah. is that 
it, I know it's a business. So you uh -huh. have to come at it from a business mind. But for me, I wanted to do for my life the two things that I love the most, which was food, because I grew up in the food industry. My mom, there's a restaurant chain across the nation called Golden Corral. Yes. She writes all the recipes for Golden Corral. What? <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know, I'm from Nebraska. So, like, no. Yeah. So, so you know Golden I know Corral. Golden Corral. Oh my gosh. I've totally had your mom's recipes. That's awesome. Yep. The wow. The rolls. Mm. Mm. Yep. So, food was like everything for me growing up. So, I wanted to take the two things I love the most food and theater and blend them together. And this is what I came up Backstage with. Backstage Bite was Backstage Bite born. was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love the alliteration. Thank you. So,. So then did you just, like, pitch it to Broadway World? So, or how did that... Yeah, so I basically created the idea and grabbed... Luckily, I was in the theater, so I was in the community and had lots of friends. And I grabbed three of my friends, and we basically filmed three pilot episodes hmm. over a year. Or, well, the filming wasn't a year, but it took me a year to get the courage to pitch it. Mm, wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're, you, no. you're you're owning it and you're identifying Absolutely. it. And, like, Absolutely. And you, you saw, you're, at least now you see that, you know, mm -hmm. that you were the one that was getting in your way. Yes. Oh, for sure. And I kind of, my husband was a big, Eugene, woohoo, he's the best. Um, Husbands. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one who really ended up being like, Katie, you have something good here. Give yourself a deadline. And if you don't do this, it's a shame. And if you don't do it, then you need to put it somewhere. So that's what I did. I kind of gave myself a February deadline and I pitched it. Just, I reached out, did all the legwork, found a contact, sent it to Broadway World. And the next day I got a call saying we would love to work with you. It feels really nice to... To really have an idea and work really hard at it and go for it and have it happen. And I know that doesn't happen all the time, but, like, mm -hmm. I really love the idea that I did it myself. Like, from this point on, I've had so much help in, like, a wonderful production partner, Jeffrey Vizcaino. He's incredible. He's my cameraman. He's my co-editor. Like, he's fantastic. But from the very beginning, it was me. And really having to put myself out there and find those contacts and make those connections and mm -hmm. network and yeah yeah and you have to say yeah yes to yourself because like no one else is going to hold you accountable oh, at the end of the day totally and that's a really tough thing to learn when you're trying to start something out i mean you know this more than anyone joel oh. is holding yourself accountable it's exactly what you're saying because no one else is there to do that for you. Nope. So it's that self-motivation and, yeah. But it's also nice to get that outside recognition every once in a while, that acknowledgement. Like Absolutely. Like Broadway World saying, yes, we will put our stamp on this. Absolutely. And it's so cool. How, that, yeah. was a, that was like less than a year ago. I know. <laughs> Does it feel like less than a year ago or does it feel like 10 years ago? Mm, it feels like... Two years ago. Okay. <laughs> like a nice... Like right in the middle. Like a nice even two. No, there's sometimes I think about it and I'm like, I can't believe that that was just a year ago. Yeah. Like... And look where you are now. Yeah. Look where the show is now. Yeah! 
how many episodes have come out? We we've released fifteen episodes. So season one was fifteen episodes. That's great. That's huge. Thank you. Yeah. I was trying to build it around an actual like a uh, television series. All of your guests are on Broadway. Is that mm-hmm. the other than the, the Rockettes? They're technically not yes, Broadway. They're technically not. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah. So for now, it, that's the premise. Yeah, it's Broadway stars. And I, from the beginning, I create a dish around the show. I yeah. go see the show. I create a dish around the show. And that's actually a little bit more difficult than I think it sounds. Because yeah. you have to think of everything I make has to be bite-sized. Because mm-hmm. it goes backstage for the actors to eat. Oh, it actually goes backstage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the actors, when they cook in my kitchen, they leave with 40-plus of what they made. It goes backstage and feeds the cast. So I have to think bite size. And it's funny because the show is a cooking show. Yep. But at the core, it's an interview show. So you can't do something so complicated that it's too many steps. It's too many things to be thinking about that I don't have time to ask a question. Right. So it has to be a simple enough recipe that I can mentally work and ask questions through, but a complicated enough recipe that the actor won't know how to do it. Oh, <laughs> so is that intentional? So like it's a little tricky? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's mm-hmm. clever. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, well, I've, I've watched several episodes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a member of the fan club. And, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I was surprised by how complex the recipes were. Yeah. You know, because I, I thought I'd get like, you know, peanut butter wraps or something like I thought I would get something kind of you know cute and easy and no um, no like these are hardcore (laughs) French macaroons yeah are they all like I think all the ones I saw were baking Mm -hmm. is it a baking show Uh, no we actually watch all the baking show episodes uh we're throwing in some cooking cooking ones too um oh and that's the other thing I have to think about for the recipes too because we have our quick fire question section that is normally when we put something in the oven so each recipe has to have some sort of section that we have to, quote unquote, wait for mm. it to be done. Got it. So that's why a lot of them do have to do with baking. But for instance, we just did, spoiler, for season two, we were doing uh, deep fried mozzarella stuffed meatballs. Ooh, <laughs> say that again. Deep fried mozzarella stuffed meatballs. Wow. But yeah, and then we did, season one we did... Chicken and waffles with homemade fried chicken and mac and cheese bites. And I think those were all the savory. Yeah. You've got cooking and, and baking in your blood. Mm-hmm. Um, but you didn't go to school for it. Nope. Um, nope. I just com- grew up cooking. And uh, I actually, for the planning itself, uh, my mom is a really great resource. Yeah, And we clearly. just have hour-long conversations where we're tossing around ideas, tossing around recipes, talking about, oh, um, this, well, this is a cultural food from this time. This is a cultural food from this country. What, like, what can we play on that? What aspect can we take from this dish and throw it into a traditional cookie? Or so you do, things like that. I mean, that. so you do do, like, a, an ex, 
a good amount of research. Oh, definitely. It's not just like, oh, well, this show is happy, so I'll cook a happy food. I don't even no. know what that means. No, no, but, no, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 I liked yeah. the, um, I watched the Matilda episode with Leslie Margarita. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they were they were naughty brownies oh, or something like that. well, exactly. Right? That was a mess, actually. Really? Tell oh, me why. Tell man. me why. That, we were not supposed to do those. No? Uh-uh. Um, oh. We were going to be doing chocolate cake pops. Ooh, uh-huh. that sounds good too. I feel like I'm getting like the backstage oh, yeah. of backstage oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good stuff. Uh, they were supposed to be chocolate cake pops. And uh, secret of cooking shows, I always make the dish ahead of time. Sure. Uh, because you never know if something's going to happen on camera. And we sometimes we don't have enough time with the actor for them to fully cook the thing. Right. So what they end up bringing backstage, a lot of times it is including what they made on camera. But a lot of times it's what I've made ahead of time. Um, and so I was doing these cake pops the night before and all they had to do was freeze overnight and then I was going to dip them in chocolate the next morning. Right. Well, I put them in the freezer and I don't know what happened, but the, my refrigerator, I think turned off in the middle of the night somehow. So these cake pops were mush in the morning and I woke up at 8 a.m., because my filming starts at 11.30 and had nothing. <laughs> so not only did I have to shower, get ready, set up for a film shoot in mm-hmm. my house, I had to create a new recipe, make the recipe. Wow. <laughs> well, I didn't know any of that by watching it. it just, Thank you. Yeah. Looked like that's exactly that was what you're probably supposed to do. the most stressful really? <laughs> episode there's been. But thank God we had Leslie Margarita, who was just... The most wonderful person. I love her so much. I would love to meet her. She's she's so funny. Riot. So you film in your house? In my kitchen. In my tiny kitchen on the Upper West Side. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My poor husband. He finds flour everywhere. And I'm sure. Well, that that opening sequence where you throw that flour. (laughs) My first thought, and like this is like the Danny Tanner in me. I was was like, I wouldn't want to be there to clean that up. Still to this day, we find flour in random places because flour doesn't settle yeah. right away. So you throw it and it's all up in the air. So we'll find flour like on the top of magnets that you wouldn't <laughs> think to clean over on like the top of a lampshade over in the living room. And that was over a year ago. That's really funny. <laughs> flour everywhere. Um, <laughs> tell me about who you, you mentioned someone who was... Um, like your camera person. Yeah. Like, tell me your whole team. Jeff. Tell me your team. That is my team. That's your team. That's awesome. <laughs> I have no team. So like, yeah. I'm jealous no, 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 no. of anyone who's like, who like rattles off team members. No. So, so Jeffrey Visca, you know, he's the best. Jeff, we call him my work husband. Um, we know each other actually from North Carolina, where I'm from. Uh, oh. He was in college and I was in high school and we met and became best friends. And then when he ended up moving to New York, uh, we reconnected, and um, once the show got picked up by Broadway World, uh, we kind of ended up chatting, and he w- said he would love to help, and I needed help, God knows. And <laughs> uh, he has a background in editing and filming, and it was kind of the perfect collaboration, and he's just as big of a theater dork as I am. So it worked out perfect, and he's like my right hand and my left foot, and I couldn't do it without him. <laughs> All of these strategies. <laughs> All of these things. And that's us. That's Backstage Bite. Let's see, your bio said that you you mm-hmm. also host a 
party planning TV show in Connecticut. Oh Is yeah, I used to. No, no. Um, I haven't. This kind of consumed my life. But no, so I was really fortunate when I decided to uh, kind of shift gears from acting. Uh, I had a very close family friend who lived in New Canaan, Connecticut, and uh, I was babysitting their daughter one time, and she was at school, and I kind of was like, if I'm going to do this on-camera thing, I need some experience. So I reached out to their local news channel and said, hey, I need experience. I will do this for free. Uh, Can you put me on camera if you ever need anyone? I'm your gal. And they did. And so I started doing some reporting for them. And then I pitched them a show. (laughs) And I said, hey, I want to do a party planning show based around the holidays. I want to do it once a month. And we'll do three recipes and a tablescape or a mantelpiece or something like that. And they said, great. So uh, my cameraman, Scott Brom, who's amazing, who also is such a big, like, resource and help for Backstage Bite as far as lighting and cameras and, like, he's the best. Um, And we filmed maybe 10 or so episodes of that. And then in the second half, we ended up including a little bit more of the community of New Canaan and did interviews with local people in the town. And they would come and we'd feed them. And that, it really... That taught you a lot. Taught me so much about how to teach to a camera, how to cook on camera, what needs to be done ahead of time, what can be done on camera, what I learned so much. It was ridiculous. And so quickly. And then, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so before that, uh, when I had made that shift in my head that I wanted to do this, I told myself for, I was doing Les Mis in North Carolina. And uh, NCT, love you NCT, my home theater. And I was doing the show, but I knew that I didn't want to really act anymore. And so Mm. I said, while I'm doing the show, every single day, I'm putting myself on camera. So every single day, I put myself on camera, and I created a series for them during Les Mis called Behind the Barricade, where we interviewed all the cast members and took them backstage. And (laughs) So... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Like you you basically like created your own like TV school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. Like, did you, I mean like I don't. I've um, never taken a class. I've never yeah. done anything like that for on camera. Like you've been obviously like cooking all your life in mm-hmm. some way or other. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you had the idea for the cooking show, was it like time to dust off the old apron or was it. You know, I, I always, I always cooked and my husband also went to culinary school. No so, way. Yeah, so he's a CPA, but he also went to culinary school, so we always just cook. We actually, uh, once a month, we have a thing at our house called family dinner, where um, we set up three tables, and it's normally 14 to 16, 18 people, and we, we make the main dish, everyone else brings sides and drinks, and we all sit down at a table and have dinner. Wow. So. <laughs> that sounds amazing. We're used to cooking. Yeah. And baking and doing holidays. And so for me, it was just, it's fun. I was, another just thing do- that I created. <laughs> <laughs> God, I was busy, I guess. Um, When I said I wanted to do this after Les Mis, I said, I need to get on camera every day. So I created a blog and was just doing recipes every day. Wow. 
that's I'm just so impressed. I mean, like, because <laughs> you, I mean, because no one was pushing you to do this. No, no, no one said, you know what, we need a Kate Lynch cooking show. Like, no. you said that. Yeah, and you were right, and like, and you Thanks. you worked on it. So like, that's yeah. like these are good stories. Thank you. Um, so did you? So do you not perform at all anymore? Is that? Uh, well, this is obviously performing. Yeah. This, yeah, um, not really. As far as like doing theater, it's always something that like who knows? Maybe I'll go back to mm-hmm. in down the line never and never. like never say never. Um, it's not anything I'm like actively putting myself out there for right now, um, because I think in life you have to make choices as far as your career. And if you're going to go for something, or at least in my mind, if I'm going to go for something, I'm going to put every ounce of myself into this and do it. Yeah. So for me. I didn't want to split my time with anything else. Probably an obvious question, but mm-hmm. as a musical theater, how has your mm-hmm. being this TV personality mm-hmm. and an entrepreneur, how how has your background as musical theater performer influenced Definitely. this? So much. Yeah? And it's not an obvious question. No. Well, tell me. Um, no, for me, the thing I th- would say I took the most from Boston Conservatory for instance, yeah. is how to make yourself stand out. I can say 100% I would not be where I am today without Boston Conservatory because it made me take a step back and say, how can I, as we said in the beginning, make sell myself? What can I sell? I need to stand out from the crowd. When I moved to New York City, there's thousands of actors, mm-hmm. and I'm just another one of the girls. So what can I do to make myself stand out? And I think that that's really what theater school gave me was because I was not the, like, head of the class performing in every show. So what is it that can get me to the best? Mm. Also, I think um, it it teaches – it taught me how to have no fear because what's the worst I can do? Someone's going to say no to me? Great. So I'm in the exact same position I was before. Exactly. Yeah. We hear no all the time. All the time. So I definitely built a very thick skin. Yeah. That being said, it took me a year to put my stuff out there. But mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we've acknowledged that. But it's fine. We're moving on. <laughs> um, if you, if and when you did return mm-hmm. to the, the performer life, sure. what do you think you would take back with you? Like, what would you... Oh. Hmm. What have you learned over here? To be fearless and don't apologize for anything because you were cast in that role for a reason. Mm. And the reason is because they liked you. Even if it's you in that role, they liked you. So be you and do what you think is right for that role and just trust yourself. On joelbnew.com, you can access the Something New archive by clicking on the podcast tab. There, you'll find all 90-plus episodes featuring conversations and performances with friends and colleagues in the theater industry, including Jimmy Ludwig, co-creator and co-host of the web series The Happy Hour Guys. People go, oh, you must be drunk all the time. And I don't know. We're actually both really cheap dates, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> I can drink about, and especially when we're shooting, we don't drink usually more than one or two. Because at that point, you know, the, the interview train leaves the station. And you yeah. think, I'm awesome. This beer is making me awesome. And then the next day you play the footage and go, oh, no. no. That yeah. sucks. 
I've said it probably honestly since I was, I don't know, late middle school, high school, is that my, the only thing I ever wanted in my career, my goal in life is to make people smile. So I don't, I don't necessarily focus on if I'm going to give them an emotional reaction or things like that. If someone, when I was doing theater, if someone left the theater with a smile on their face, I did my job. And I think it parlays into the show now. Like, that's my whole goal of the show is I, there's so much terrible stuff in this world. So the least I can do is bring a smile to someone's face. That's it. Because you never know when someone needs a smile. What are like some of your favorite foods? What do you like to eat when no <gasps> Macaroni one's looking? Macaroni and cheese. Oh, well, well here's the <laughs> thing. Question, here's the thing. Um, there is no food that I'm afraid of eating when no one is looking. Like I have no reservations of anything. <laughs> do you eat meat? Mm-hmm. Oh yes. So bacon. Uh, throw some bacon in there. You know what? Truffle oil. I do like bacon. Okay. I think bacon has become overused. Really? I do. I think that sometimes bacon is an easy out. Ooh. Same with truffle oil. I think that truffle oil is uh, can be a bit overused. And just to make something fancy, we're going to add truffle oil. Instead of pushing, I guess, that here, I so am. Good. here I am being this like weird creative person again. But like, push yourself. What else would taste good? What other flavor profile would be good in that scenario because I can guarantee you there's something other than truffle oil. But that's what's become easy. Same with bacon. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> I was not expecting such an attack on bacon. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can use that in my show. <laughs> I do like it, but it's like... Very, this show got real political Do you know fast. what I like bacon on? What? A BLT. And that's it? On a BLT. See, I don't do a BLT because I don't like to Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mine's just know. like a B. It's just not. Maybe in a pasta carbonara. Okay. Just <laughs> like uh, this interview is over. Like, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Speaking of, like finding different food profiles, um, I do this other event in the city called pairings, which um, has really kind of played itself into Backstage Bite, or Backstage Bite has played itself into this event. I, uh, it's a, an event where it's three different art forms and three different performances. So um, our first event was a spoken word artist, a band, and a dancer. And I watch the pieces, and then I create a dish around each of the pieces that are then, we have a cocktail artist who does the same. And then at the event, you watch the performance as you consume what we've created. When do you have time to do this? <laughs> I don't know. Do you sleep? I do. I sleep a lot. Do you? I love Good for sleep. you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen if when I have a baby because I sleep a lot. Although <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to sleep a lot. I hopefully. Yeah. No, but it's super, super cool. And um, so I guess that's probably why I'm on this like, rah, bacon, rah, <laughs> truffle oil. <laughs> because... I'm like so in the mindset of like, what else can I do? Pairings. Mm-hmm. And when does that happen? Uh, we've been doing them once a season. Nice. So we did a winter and a spring. Cool. Well, please keep mm-hmm. me posted. Oh, I, I definitely will. I, I will tweet about it. They're super cool. That's really, really cool. Yeah. 
There's a segment in your show called uh-huh. Quick Fire Quick Fire Questions. questions. Yeah, that's um, my favorite. It's so fun. <laughs> I watched it in Thanks. the first in the first episode I watched, and then I was, I was like, "Oh, I hope that's a recurring thing." And it and it was, and I'm so delighted. It is. Um, <laughs> I would like to give you some quick fire questions. <gasps> oh, I'm so ready. No you ready? One's ever done this for me? No one. No. No. Would you mind being a timer, or can we use no. your phone to time? <gasps> oh, this oh. is going to be the perfect platform to share my grievance. Why do I have so what? many grievances today, Joel? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I'm not normally like this. <laughs> I tell every single guest this that comes to my house. What? And I feel like it's my goal in life to tell enough people that iPhone will change it. The timer, the countdown timer on the iPhone, only the lowest it'll start from is a minute. And our segments on Backstage Bite are 30 seconds. So every time we have to start the timer, wait 30 seconds, and then pause it. Really? Yeah. So we have like three or four takes of quick fire questions and like we finish and we're on this high and like ready to go and then we're like, oh, we have to wait 30 seconds. Why and don't you just use the like stopwatch? A, and, and Because watch it, it doesn't buzz. It doesn't oh, go you need off. The buzz. We need the ringer. Okay. Well, let's do it. I want to do it your way. <laughs> I want to do this right. Okay. So I want to do this the Katie Lynch here way. Here we go. Let's wait 30 seconds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Isn't that so strange? That's really strange. It really is very strange. And I tell every single person who comes to my house about it. <laughs> All right. I know what I want my last question to be. You truly you. don't have to include it's any like, of this. I just find no. it so strange. It is strange. Like they, I know. It should be more. Are we ready? Nope. We have eight oh. more seconds. <sighs> See? It's longer than you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? No. Nope. Oh. We stop it at the one. Okay. So there you go. Here, we'll put the ringer on. Here you go. Okay. You can start the timer. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Quick fire questions. Katie Lynch. Go. Here we go. Go. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Kindle or paperback? Oh, paperback. Play or musical? Musical. Theater or movie? Theater. Hike or bike? Ha. Hike. Margarita or pina colada? Margarita. Uh, Crash with friends or stay in a hotel? Stay in a hotel. Europe or Mexico? Europe. Uh, enjoy a houseboat or a speedboat? House, mm, speed, mm, I don't know. Houseboat. <laughs> uh, Playbill or Broadway World? Broadway World. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Was that yeah. your last question? Well, I just knew that that's oh, what that's I wanted so to ask. Oh, that's so funny. That's I was perfect. Like, yeah. It's harder than you think. Yeah. It's really talented. No, I know. I had to like Google things. I was I was like I was like, how does she do this? Like <laughs> we have spent so her many belt. questions. Well I'm sure. Have you repeated any yet? Oh yeah. Yeah? Oh, what yeah, are like yeah, your yeah. most con- like your go to's? Oh, my go to's are go to karaoke song. <laughs> so embarrassing. Um Blue Bada B by Eiffel Sixty Five. <gasps> ah, that is so good. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> go to karaoke song, comfort food. Peanut butter. Thank you. Oh, that's a good one. Creamy or crunchy? Ooh, oh, creamy. that's a good one. I need to write that down. You do. Um, and I find them in like random everyday things. I'm like, ooh, sure. I need to write that down. Make a that's note. A good quick fire question. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're gearing up for season two, mm-hmm. or like, is season two already in the in the can? No, or? no, no. <laughs> no. When does season two premiere? Uh, it's actually it's hard to be in the can for this show because Broadway is so changing. Yes. So I can really only film 
two months in advance. Wow, yeah. From the launch, which is Tuesday, May 23rd. Oh my gosh, that's so it's soon! So soon. <laughs> it's so soon, I have so much to do. <laughs> what are you doing here? No, having fun! It's <laughs> <laughs> the right answer. Thanks. <laughs> so, um, what can people expect, people who have watched the first season, like what's What's coming back? What's changing? Hmm. What did you learn from the first season? Oh, god! What surprised you, and what, and like, and what delighted you, and what surprised you? I've learned a lot about lighting and cameras and editing. You look great in the show, by the way. <gasps> Thank like, you so it is, much. It is a very well lit show. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Do you hear that? It's a well lit show. It is. Thank you so much. We worked so hard. <laughs> We've worked so hard on that lighting. <laughs> well, it, it makes Seriously. a difference, yeah. Thank you that. so much. Thank you. You're like, welcome. Genuinely, thank you. <laughs> We're always like, we're the janky ones here using clamp lights. Like, <laughs> The lighting looks great. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Well, so you oh, my gosh. Lighting. We learned so much because <clears throat> the first, and if you go back and pay attention, there's two or three episodes uh, where before we learned, you'll see the lighting change drastically throughout the show. Hmm. And we found out that it's because of cloud coverage. There's two big windows in my kitchen, and there's cloud coverage, so every time a cloud would move, the light would change. So oh. we now cover all of our windows with black paper. Oh, wow. It's so like not, no natural <laughs> so lights coming no in. there's no natural light. Wow. Mm-mm. Because it's too finicky. Right. Mm-hmm. That was a big learn. thing I most, I was excited about was how enthused the guests were about once they got on the show. And, like, yeah. so down for it. And, like, I feel like genuinely, or that's what they told me, everyone left being like, this was so much fun. Which is all I could ask yeah. for. Yeah, no, they all look like they're having a blast. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, like, you, you definitely, I think you, um, one of your mini skills is, like, you definitely put your guests at ease. Thank you. Like, they seem really happy to be there. And, like, Thanks. That you've been the friends for years. And Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. And, Enjoy. like, and it's it's really fun. I, I feel like maybe I'm wrong but <laughs> I doubt but it I feel like I do leave and being like you're we're friends now <laughs> no I feel the same way but like yeah like most of my podcast guests I'm like oh, I'm like, yeah. like yeah no we're gonna hang out oh totally like now we're on each other's oh, yeah, radars yeah, yeah. and oh yeah I already have a party I'm inviting you to it's yeah fine. amazing yeah. <laughs> yes yes I'm going to a Katie Lynch party <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to plug or say or put out there like I usually I encourage my guests to tell me what what else they want like mm. if there's any kind of if there's a specific guest you want Ooh, or... interesting. no yeah I mean um, we're pretty active on social media especially Instagram mm-hmm. um, our handles j- across the board just at backstage bite and like reach out to us we're I'm so open to talking to people like tell us what shows you want on tell us if there's specific people you want uh we're gonna start trying to before we film release a little picture gif thing um asking people for their questions because I would love to start incorporating audience questions and what they want to know from these actors because I think it's um 
I think it'd be cool. You're going to see some fun openings this season. We yeah. started toying with it at the end of last season, but instead of just having like, hi, I'm Katie Lynch and this is Backstage Bite, blah, 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 we're being very silly <laughs> with them. I love it. I love so, it. So you'll see. I like, look forward to that. Uh, for instance, when we did Paramore, in Ruby Lewis, we did it all in black and white, and like nice. There were subtitles. It was all like a silent movie, and um, so we're playing with fun stuff like that. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted to mention, yeah, in your opening sequence, or at least the first couple of episodes, mm-hmm. um, like you're grabbing stuff from the fridge, <laughs> and there's a there's a jar of like French, <laughs> yes, of, French of, like onion. like French onion dip. Yeah, I love French onion dip. Like the whole, <laughs> like you're grabbing the things. And I and like you're leaving it. And I was I was like, I, why isn't she grabbing the, the French, French onion dip? <laughs> was that Once a commentary? Was that no. was that no. commentary? No, on? that was totally <laughs> just forgot to turn a label around. That's so funny. <laughs> I was like, that looks yeah. delicious. No, but shout out also to our incredible sponsor, Sugar and the Raw. They're fantastic. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw you plug them. Yeah. They're awesome and super supportive, and we love them. And their products, seriously, I'm not just saying this, like, jet, honestly. I'm not saying this because they're my sponsor. I love Sugar in the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> really, they have this simple syrup that I put in, like, iced coffee and iced tea that's, like, really? oh, it's so I just good. always thought they were just, like, the packets. Mm-mm. No, There's they're... a lot of other stuff. I'm going to look into this. It's really this. good. All right, Sugar in the Raw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll sponsor my show. Makes no sense for them to do so. <laughs> now is the time where we mm-hmm. we should uh, we should set up the song. Tell, oh yeah! We should tell people what the song is. Yeah, it's really fun. Oh, thank you. Um, I wrote Katie a brand new song called "A Sometimes Food." A sometimes food. Um, did you get that reference? Like what a sometimes like a sometimes food? No. Well, t- <laughs> <laughs> well fine. Well, well, maybe I don't know. Well, some someone will get this. My sister Leah will get this. Um, but a couple of years ago, Cookie Monster mm-hmm. transitioned from being just a Cookie Monster mm-hmm. to also eating other he foods, did? like healthier foods. Oh, and he That's very smart Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he went as far as to say that cookies are sometimes food. Like oh. it became this thing. Um, at least in my life, it was like, it was like a thing. It was like in the news that I read, I guess. I mean, I inferred that. Yeah. But I didn't know that reference. I love that reference. Yeah. So, um, as I was writing the song, cause like if I'm not writing a song from like a project that I'm working mm-hmm. on, then I like it to be like, at least like a wink and a nod to <laughs> what you do in your life. Yeah. So, um, so the song is called A Sometimes Food and, um, yeah, you just knocked it out of the park. Oh, thanks. I'm serious. I was, um... I appreciate that. Seriously. Um, like, and you sent me some videos. Um, I really I liked, um, your rendition of My Brother Lived in San Francisco. <gasps> which I think people don't favorite. sing it's enough my f- anymore. Hands down my favorite song to sing. It's a damn good song. It's so yeah. good. And I get to be, like, a little folky in it, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. That's Bill Russell, right? mm-hmm. Bill Russell, Bill mm-hmm. Russell, and... Elegies of Angels, Elegies of Angels, Punks, and Raging Queens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's so good. So good. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a wonderful song. It's this so song good. is nothing like that. No, no. <laughs> sometimes I use what they, what my guests send me uh, as inspiration, and sometimes I'm like, all right, I'll do the opposite of that. No, and I love that because um, 
it's so super jazzy, which you'll hear. Um, and that's something that I never get to sing, and it's so fun to sing. What was so yeah. much fun to work with you. You were so easy <gasps> to work with. Thank you. Yeah, and like you came, you <laughs> came in with choices and ideas. Strong and choices. Another a, thing I learned from musical theater school. Mm-hmm. Like very collaborative. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I think I think coaching new work is is a different skill, or like mm. being malleable to new work. Mm-hmm. I think is a different skill than nailing a song that you know is in your book for 100%. an audition or something. Yeah. You would agree. Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. Definitely. Which is why I think it was so much fun for me because the first thing you said to me was it's collaborative, which mm-hmm. you're that's literally music to my ears. Yeah. Is collaboration. It's like um, the, these songs are so new, like this not even I don't think the song's a week old. And yeah. we, you know, and I come in here fully understanding like like I'm not married to any of it. It's hmm. it's a you know, it's a baby, but I'm not precious about it. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna, mm-hmm. we're going to help it walk together. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I feel. That's cool. And yeah, like I genuinely feel like it's a, the song, is already like in like its second or third draft just because we've mm. collaborated on it. Interesting. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's a fun way to work. I like that um, a lot too. And you are a delight on this song. You guys are to listen to it. It's also on YouTube. Um, it's uh, for the for, for the next week. The song will be exclusively on Broadway World. The the video. Oh, cool! And um, and then it's everywhere. And then you'll just they won't be able to not find it. Um, <laughs> remember this performance, uh, as I just said. It's also on. Uh, can you can stream it on SoundCloud? Um, be sure to follow me on all things social media, and you may find those links and so much more on JoelBNew.com. Please follow my guest. Um, your handle, it's Backstage Bite, just across the board. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So easy. Uh, subscribe to, rate, review this podcast. Tell your friends all about it. Remember, five stars for five years. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, catchy. Special, it's catchy, right? I like yeah. it. Uh, special thanks to, um, let's see, who are we thinking today? Matt Tamanini at Broadway World. Um, Ripley Grew Studios for hosting us today. Um... And last but not least, Katie Lynch, thank you for being on my show. Joel, thank you. Really. No, you were was... really nice. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> thank you. Well, it's easy to be nice to nice people. From Ripley Grew Studios in New York City, this is Joel B. New. This is Katie Lynch. Saying thank you for dropping by for something new. Yeah. could eat you right up with a spoon I'm whistling I'm humming I thank you for coming please come again soon you got me addicted and all sorts of conflicted though I know what I ought to conclude and while it seems misguided I've decided Baby, you're sometimes food I just want to bite you No, I mean invite you To Netflix and chill 
missed me You shouldn't have kissed me And fired up my grill Your food of the devil And on another level Of deep fried and barbecued I am what I've been eating and repeating Baby, you're sometimes food After weeks and weeks of Substitution for sweet hunk of mail. It never is pleasant to dig into pheasant and taste the satan. You might call me smitten, admittedly a bit enough more than I could ever have chewed. But when the table beckons, or two seconds. For dresses, sweatpants, or forget pants. Baby, you're a sometimes fool. Theatrical media.